The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes in Best Ball Mania 4. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook code SGP. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice of the guy. It's me, really real, villain real, Terrell from Virginia here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And we are back for a one-game slate in the WNBA because we have number one versus number two or number two versus number one, depending how you have it. But this is the rubber match of the series tied 2-2 over the course of the season. Game five in New York. The New York Liberty are welcoming in the Las Vegas Aces. And I have my guy Scott Studio Reichel to break it down with me. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Yeah, doing pretty well. Should be fun. Looking forward to this matchup. Of course, it is between the best two teams in the league. So anytime you can see the best two teams go at it for basically the fifth time this season, and that's before the playoffs, I can't really complain. Should be fun based on the odds we'll get into in a second. It should be a very close game. Hopefully that's the case because a lot of these games that we've seen so far, I don't want to say they've been underwhelming, but they've been pretty one-sided. Yeah, pretty much. Uh all four games, I believe, settled by double-digit points by the time it was all said and done there. But officially, unofficially, unofficially, this is 2-2. Officially, this is a 2-1 in favor of the Aces. The Aces did get the win last time out in Las Vegas after losing the Commissioner's Cup championship game to uh, Commissioner Cup MVP Jacqueline Jones. So, now, it... it the line is moving, and it indicates that it's moving in the direction of the New York Liberty. Because if we look at where this line started at, it opened up at minus two aces. The line is now flipped to minus one and a half Liberty. Total opened up at 172. 174 is where it's at now. Just a little quick peek at the injury report here. And the only name that popped up for either team was Maria Johannes, who was officially listed as questionable. Didn't know if she was going to play over the course of the day. She has been ruled 
by underdog about an hour ago that she is now probable for the game. So you can't expect to see Maria Johannes come off the bench and be able to help try to add scoring to the New York Liberty side. But this there's a lot to play for, and there's also nothing to play for. The Aces have locked up uh, – both teams locked up a playoff spot. I believe the Aces have officially locked up the number one seed overall. No, they have not. They have not. So there's still room there's still room for the Liberty to be able to go out there and get the number one seed. And maybe that's what this game is for, because uh, we're, I'm not saying the Aces are going to lose any games after this, but the Liberty feel like, hey, if we beat them, we still have a shot. We're only a, a game and a half back from the number one seed and we can go out there and get it. So how are you looking at this one, Scott, with now the Aces being a dog for the first time all season? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that was one of the main takeaways I had when I saw the line was that the Aces are actually getting points, which is something I'm not accustomed to. I think it makes sense. The Aces, I can't tell if it's because of boredom or just maybe they're, I don't know, just in a bit of a rut. But it seems like this team has not exactly been playing great basketball lately. You can go through the last couple of games. They've split the last four, ended up losing to the Sparks uh, by six. They were massive favorites in that one. Uh, played Atlanta, they gave up 100 points, still won the game. But then again, Alicia Gray didn't play, and they did not cover. They played Chicago, they trailed by double digits at the half in that one, ended up coming back and winning. But the point is they didn't exactly look good for at least a half in that one. And then they no-showed the game against the Mystics, and they lost by 16 points and only scored 62. Meanwhile, the Liberty have been in good form. We've mentioned it since the All-Star break. They had the thrilling comeback win against Connecticut. Then they blow out Minnesota by 25 on the road. I think based on recent form, the Liberty have looked sharper. But I can't tell if it's because the Aces are just bored or because they're just in a potential, I don't want to say slump, but they're playing some underwhelming basketball because the season's so long that you're just going to eventually have one of these two slumps throughout the season. What do you think? Because I think it could be a mix of both, but... I do question motivation when your team has been favored in every game. You just set the record for most wins in a single season. And I wonder if the Aces really care. Uh, I think they care. I think they still care. I think they're still going out there playing hard. Uh, the, the Mystics thing didn't really surprise me at all because the Mystics always give them fits, especially in D.C. Like they always they, – it was last year that they were the only team to have a winning record against Aces in the entire WNBA. So I, I really wasn't surprised. I know it's a lot of people there like, oh, my God, they lost. They couldn't score against the Mystics. Like the Mystics had everybody coming back, even though some people were on minutes restriction, they still got very good production. And that's just kind of how I saw that one going. But now I am split down the middle because I can see this going either way, to be honest. I think both teams have something to play for. And, uh, I would have loved it more if that was a cover and still a win for the Aces. But losing outright, it kind of makes me lean that side more. Just of They've been really good off a loss. And they had the motivation factor. You have the New York Liberty who played what was – they just came off a really long road trip where – how many games was that? It was one, two, three, four, five, six-game road trip. They have not played at home since – August 11th, and we are here on the, what is this, the 27th, 28th, 
yeah, it's the 28th. So it's over two weeks that they've been on the road. And now we know the Connecticut game, they probably went back home and traveled again to Connecticut, stuff like that. They've had their breaks in between, but it's still a pretty tough spot where you have a team coming off a really long road trip and then coming home and expect to have that energy and to get up for this home game. Um I think I'm rolling with aces in this one. I think I'm rolling with aces. I think that this is this is the spot where you say we go on the road and we have a good showing on the road. And that's something that you can't that even though the aces are 30 and 5, you can't say that their best showing has always been on the road for them and that's something that they need they understand that they have to tighten up over the course of the rest of the season and into the playoffs, especially if they run into this team again, like they're going to have to win a game on the, well, they won't have to win a game on the road, but they're going to want to win a game on the road. And I think that that motivation factor and just the fact that it, everybody's betting Liberty, like they pushed this from minus two to flipping the line almost completely. And where I'm seeing some 88% of bets, 94% of money on the Liberty I think this is a good time to zigzag with the Liberty. It, I understand why everybody feels like they have a chance to win this one. I think they do have a chance to win it as a fan, but uh, the line and just fate in the public is telling me I'd rather take my chances with the Aces in a single-game slate that's going to be on uh, the four-letter network today. So I will 100% get down on Aces plus one and a half. I think they do still get the win. I think for me, I'm going to lean to the Liberty in this one. It's really, it can go either way, but I will want, I do want to point out that they faced off one time, only one time this season in New York, and the Liberty won by 30, by uh, 38 points. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win again by 38 points, but I feel like it is worth mentioning that even though the Aces have done pretty well so far in the regular season, it is worth mentioning that a lot of these games were in Vegas, and we know how good the Aces are at home. The fact that it's in New York, I do think matters. Now, you make a good point about the Aces being awful loss. They've been good awful losses, and they are going to be definitely motivated for this matchup. But I think based on recent form and what I've seen in the last week, I just think that the Liberty have looked a little bit sharper. The Aces defensively have really not been great. They gave up uh, at least 87 points in two of their last three games. They only scored 62 against Washington. I think, once again, looking at the home court advantage, I think it actually matters in this spot because the Liberty haven't had many chances to go against this particular team in front of the home fans. And the one time they did, they waxed them. So I think when I'm looking at this matchup, it's going to be close. I'm going to lean to the Liberty in this one. I'll take the minus one. I'm also going to lean to the under. I think this total's too high. We've seen how these teams have matched up in the past, and the last two meetings have gone under this number pretty handily. Uh, the last two meetings have had a less than 164 points. In fact, the last three meetings have. So I, I think this total is too high at 174. I think you might see once again a certain level of intensity that the oddsmakers aren't fully accounting for because this might be a preview of the championship series that we might be getting in the next couple of months. But for me, I'm going to go with the under in this one, and I am going to go with the Liberty. I think in the game like this that's pretty even, I'll go with the home team. All right. I am... In terms of the total, um, it's a little bit of conflicting, uh, conflicting numbers here on what what to do here with the total. But we have uh, both of these two teams in the first half, kind of night and day, and what they and what they look like for this game at home. 
Liberty first half, 11-4-1 to the over. And so they go over in the first half. Aces 5-12-1 on the road to the over. They go under on the road in the first half. A little bit of a confliction there. I'm going to just ultimately go back to what I think in that this is actually an over game. And, you know, I, I kind of wanted to get down on the first half number and then lie bet, maybe get down on the first half under and then lie bet the over in the second half. But I think this is over game because I think this is going to be a competitive game. I think th- now both teams, after playing each other so many times, have started to find different ways to manufacture offense and to help make sure, especially the Aces in that last game after having back-to-back games where they couldn't score against this team and they were able to find their offense yet again like they did in, early on in the season against this Aces team. I think that now, after having so many meetings, this is where the stars align. This is where we get... I've been calling for it. I've been calling for us to get that game, to get that game that was something something like the Aces in the Storm game last year, where that high-powered game where it seemed like every single shot was going in, and it was great defense being played on both sides, but the offense was playing better. I think that's what we get in this one for the last game of the regular season series. And so I'm rolling with an over here. I think the Aces break their slump, especially after not being able to score against the Mystics. I think they're really going to be hungry to go out there and be able to score today. And so I don't see the Aces not scoring. I don't see the Liberty not keeping up with them. So I'm going with an over, even though it's a very high total at 174. Yeah, I'm still going to lean to the under personally. I I think that even though we know the firepower is definitely there, defensively these teams are pretty underrated too, and I have seen them play pretty sharp defense for the most part in the last couple meetings. I'll stick with the recent trend in the head-to-head. I'll go with the under. All right. I am 57% of bets, 100% of the money. That can't be right. That can't be right. There's no way. It's somebody betting. I mean, I'm betting over, so it's somebody betting over. But it looks like, for the most part, the large trend is going to the under in this one. Okay, before we get into the player prop section of our slate, I'm going to talk to you about DraftKings because, college football fans, DraftKings is hooking you up. (laughs) They're hooking you up. Look, you can bet $5 on any college football game, and you are going to score $200 in bonus bets instantly, only for new customers. But you'll be able to come in there and start your your betting journey with easy, easy money in your pocket, easiest money you ever make, $5. Doesn't matter, win or lose, Doesn't your bet doesn't even have to finish yet, and you will get the $200 instantly in bonus bets. Sitting here, and I'm looking at college football week one, and I just can't imagine. I understand they're not supposed to be that good, but Joe Milton has shown me in so many opportunities, so many opportunities that he cannot cover big spreads, that he cannot cover this game, that he, and we'll see. We'll see if maybe the time off that while Hendon Hooker has been lighting up college football was good for Joe Milton, and Joe Milton's able to be a better quarterback. However, I have never seen anybody that was a bad quarterback, took some time off, and then came back and was a good quarterback. It's either you were good or you weren't. So I'm going to fade Joe Milton. Give me UVA plus 28. That has got to be one of the underrated plays. I haven't heard anybody talking about UVA this season. I think UVA covers this spread. They had a pretty solid defense last year. I think they'll bring it back and look good this year. So plus 28 for UVA. And again, that bet doesn't even have to cash. You'll get your $200 instantly in bonus bets. And you can bet 
Guess what? More college football. Life is more fun when you're in on action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, eligibility, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. All righty here. Let's see. We've got Aces and Liberty player prop section for this one, and I can go ahead and kick us off with, I don't know how I'm not playing Jaquel Jones rebounds today. She's been dominant. Over really this second half of the season and definitely dominant against the Aces recently. I think she continues that. Her rebounds prop is at eight and a half minus 135. I think she's in double-double territory today. Uh, Yeah, we know how good of a rebounder she's been, and she has been successful against the Aces in the past. You're not going to get any argument from me. We know John Quell was the MVP of the, cha- of the uh, Commissioner's Cup because of how well she played in that game. Uh, I think she's going to rebound well. Now, I'm not going to disagree with you on the rebounds over as well because I like the under in the game. So I'm expecting more misses. And John Quell, we know, is a very good rebounder. The Aces, don't get me wrong, are still a solid rebounding team. But I do think John Quell has a pretty decent mismatch in terms of size when it comes to rebounding on the glass. I think, once again, John Quell could easily go for 15 and 12, 15 uh-huh. and 13, you know, like one of those stat lines. So I'm with you. Uh, I don't mind the over there for John Quell rebounds. All right. What do you, what else do you like? Well, going by recent trends, I am actually tempted by Yanescu under five and a half assists. I feel like that number is a bit too high. Uh, to go over the numbers that she has had recently, sorry, just pulling it up, she's had less than five assists in each of the last five games that she's played in. She had two assists against the Aces in the last meeting. Uh, just going through some of the earlier numbers against the Aces. So she has done decently in terms of assists in two of the three regular season meetings against the Aces, but I do think when I'm looking at this overall spot here, going under five, not even five and a half, just going under four and a half in each of the last five games, and you can get the under at minus 130, I find that pretty appealing. I'll go by recent form and trend in that one. I'll back the NSQ under. It seems like she's pivoted more to shooting and more to scoring than facilitating, and she's letting Vander Sloot do more of the facilitating. So I'll go with the NSQ under five and emphasis. Yeah, I mean, you just mentioned Courtney Vander Sloot. I still like her. I like her over assist, and I think that she's – I'm on the over for the game, so I'm back in Vander Sloot's over assist, and I'm back in Chelsea's great – Chelsea Gray's over assist as well. I think that both of these two, as the point guards of their team, they're going to be able to facilitate this offense and – just be able to feast off of all the star-studded talent. We talk about all the scorers that are in this game, and if they're all on, it could be an assist factory for everybody, to be honest. So I'm, I'm on an over for the game, so I like Courtney Vandersloot and Point Guy, both of them, to go over their assist for today. Any other props you like? Uh... Man, do we get the do we get the Asia Stewie game yet? It just seems like they've been dropping every time we've been crazy waiting games, for it, and they've been pretty bad against each other so far. This yeah, season. not going to roast they have, because we know how good they are, but it has not been a great head to head so far. 
but they have like crazy games. As soon as they are not yeah. playing each other, they're going back and forth, trading 40 point games, 30 point games, stuff like that. You know, Asia just tied the single season scoring record, and Brianna Stewart just had what another 30 piece the other day. And so she only played three quarters, she had 38 points. Yeah. So, I mean, man, I. I, I got to say we go over over both of their points prop. To be honest, I see uh, Brianna Stewart at 22 and a half minus 135 somewhere. I see Asia Wilson at 20 and a half at even money. I think that's a that's a pretty solid bet, even though she's kind of struggled in this matchup very recently and hasn't been at best form. It's still Asia Wilson. Asia Wilson can still get a bucket on almost anywhere on the court, to be honest. All I know is I tried to do the Wilson and Stewart game last time out in that parlay and none of them came close. I think I'm just going to stay away. I've tried. I've been rooting for it. I hope you get the high scoring game between the two of them, but I've been rooting for it for the entire season. I still haven't got it. I'm kind of tired of chasing at that point. I'll wait and see how it goes from there. But both teams defensively have actually done a pretty good job uh, when it comes to uh, limiting the offensive success of the star players from each team. So I am going to go with the under, uh, or I'll lean to the under on maybe one of the two. But once again, I don't mind your angle for it. It's just I've tried. Uh, These teams defensively have game plan for Stewart and for Wilson, and they've done well at guarding the two of them. I wouldn't be surprised if you see maybe another pivot where they force Yanescu or they end up forcing maybe Kelsey Plum to beat them instead. But it seems like the main focal point of the defensive game plan has been to stop Stewart and to stop Wilson. And it has worked out that way. I am going to not really chase it over because of it. I'm, I, I think there's going to be points. So I'm, I'm not afraid of that. And I'm, I'm going to back a couple of 20 point points, props overs and really just, I'm really just going to the bottom of the list because at this point you're giving me this much plus money. Everybody here is in liable scoring 20 points, but, Chelsea Gray and Jackie Young feel like they they got to be the X factor for the aces in this one to have that additional score that's able to go out there and really, really hoop and get the ball to the basket for them, especially Jackie Young with their ability to shoot from the three, one of the highest three-point shooting percentages in the WNBA and how she can cut to the basket. Uh, Jackie Young's plus 240, Chelsea Gray's plus 320, I still think those are too much for this Aces squad that can get anybody going at any day. I will sprinkle on both of those and just hope to hit one. It makes sense. I I just, once again, I'm tired of taking overs when they play against each other and I keep being disappointed. All right. Anything else you like here? Uh, I was thinking of maybe considering something with Jackie Young because recently your three-pointers have not been falling. Uh, Under one and a half threes for Young is even money, and Uh she has gone under in four of the last five. Now, the volume is usually around four or five, so once again, you might need a bit of an underwhelming shooting performance from her once again, but I just want to read off the three-point numbers for Jackie recently, and once again, I know that she's still a very good player. She could go over, but the last couple games, one for four, one for four, one for four, one for five. She went over against the Liberty last meeting, but she only attempted three threes. She went two for three. So I know that once again, she still went over, but the volume wasn't exactly there. The point is she has attempted less than five threes in five of her last six games. And she is capable of potentially turning into a flamethrower. I get it. But even money on the under one and a half threes, when she's gone under in four straight games, I think it's pretty appealing. That prop kind of caught my eye. Yeah. Um, 
I think that my last prop, because I'm seeing top point score, and I'm looking at, I know you just got on Jackie Young, but Jackie Young, 9-1, to one, Chelsea Gray, 14-1. to one. But what are the favorites on that prop? Like what plus one eighty, plus one eighty for Brianna Stewart, plus yeah. two thirty for Asia Wilson, six to one for Kelsey Plum, set plus seven fifty for Sabrina Ionescu. Jackie Young is nine to one. Chelsea Gray is fourteen to one. Jacquel Jones is twenty nine to one. I don't feel like I need to go through anybody else's. I feel like Ionescu is mispriced there. I feel like Ionescu should be lower. She's done very well scoring wise against the Aces this season. Yeah, I, I just think that they, they game plan for her this time. I think they say, hey, we're not letting her beat us. And that's that's where I kind of felt a little bit better about Brianna Stewart this game because when you over-pursue for Sabrina Ionescu, you always end up leaving mistakes. And Brianna Stewart's so good when she's just catching a ball uh, in backdoor cuts, doing all the off-ball movement that she can. So uh, it really might be Brianna Stewart that has the game today, but I am I, I, um, – you know, I'm taking flyers. This is a single game on the slate. Uh, low bet, high reward. I like a flyer on Jackie Young and Chelsea Gray, especially Chelsea Gray, because it, it just seems like the point of the season where Chelsea Gray just has like a 28-point game and she looks like the best player on aces. Yeah. All right. Before we get into our lock, dog, and prop, got to talk to you about – Underdog Fantasy August is almost over. That means football is almost here, and you still got time to go and get you a fantasy team for the Underdog Best Ball Mania 4 tournament, largest fantasy football contest with $15 million in prizes up for grabs, including $30 million for first place. Oh, man, I don't have enough teams. I need to go make some more teams. Luckily, I have until September 7th to do so. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with promo code SGPN for your first deposit doubled up to $100. That is Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And if you were catching the show last time out, you'll know that I gave you a three-player a three winning contest for last time out. We had Courtney Vandersloot over assists. We had... Uh, Alyssa Thomas over assist, and we had Kelsey Plum to get over her points on her birthday. We won that one. So, of course, I'm giving you out another one. Like, of course, we're making another one for this slate. So, let's see here. I think another three-player will be fine. Let's go with Jacquel Jones over rebounds. Oh, well, higher. So, Jacquel Jones higher than nine rebounds. So, we'll 100% do that. Add Jocko Jones higher rebounds. We'll do point guard assist. To, yeah, let's do point guard assist this time around. I think even if she even if she is a scorer, she's always has the ball in her hand, always looking to facilitate. So point guard assist higher than six and a half. We will add that. And let's see. Give me one more here. I like what Scott said. Scott Scott calling out. Uh, Sabrina Ionescu assists under. Let's go ahead and throw that in. Uh, it's nice to have an under in there sometimes, you know, just spice things up a little bit. So uh, Sabrina Ionescu assists lower than five. So we have our three-pick contest, underdog contest for today, Aces, Liberty. Sabrina Ionescu lower, five assists. Chelsea Gray higher, six and a half assists. And Jacquel Jones higher, nine rebounds. Put that in. Sprinkle it all up. $100 gets you $600. 
in the contest. So make sure you tap into Underdog Fantasy for that contest. Again, new users, you can use promo code SGPN and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. All righty here, Scott. Lock, dog, prop. Kick things off for my lock. I think we see points, man. I think we're I think we're getting points. That's what I feel I feel most confident about. I think this is the big scoring game again, similar to the first game of the season. You start how you finish. Give me over 174 and a half. That is my lock here. I'm expecting to see points. For my dog, I am going to hmm. Yeah, Jackie has been slumping recently. But last time I saw her, she was uh, she looked really automatic in that building. She's been kind of decent with the points. It's just the three pointers haven't been falling lately. Yeah, I, I think that I think those are those threes. They could fall today, and if they fall, she's definitely getting to his number. But what man watching her when I was at that game last time, she she was hitting everything, even in warm up, she was hitting everything in the building. And so I'm going Jackie Young, plus two forty, twenty plus points. That is going to be my dog. And for my player prop, going back to our gal, Jaquel Jones, over eight and a half rebounds, minus 135. Scott, over to you. All right. Uh, so for my lock on this one, I think I'm going to go back to Yonescu under five and a half assists at minus 130. Once again, she's gone under in five straight. She's gone under four and a half in five straight, and she had two in the last media against the Aces. So I do think that, once again, this number does feel a little bit high. I get the argument, once again, that UNESCO does the ball in their hands a decent amount. Not as much as you might think, because Vandersloot, once again, has taken over the facilitating roles. So I do think that UNESCO is going to be more of a shooter in this game. So for me, I'm going to go with UNESCO under five and a half assists as my lock. For my dog, I'm going to go with John Quell double-double at plus 175 on FanDuel, which I just think is a good price. We know John Quell's a great rebounder. It's kind of similar to the prop you took. But if you're assuming she's going to get the boards, and I'm assuming she's going to get the points, I'll take the 175 there. I think that's a good price there. So give me John Quell double-double as my dog. And for my prop, what do I want to do here? Because uh, I kind of just burned through two props. Um, what am I tempted by? Uh, sorry, just looking quickly if I could find something. Uh, I don't. I don't like any of the popular parlays, so I'm going to stay away from that. Um, sorry, just trying to see if there's any plus price plays that I'm tempted by here. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll I'll live a little bit. Let's have some fun. I'm going to go with an exact margin uh, for the game here. I'm going to go with the Liberty to win the game by. One to five points, and that pays out at plus 410. Let's have some fun with this. Uh, once again, I just think it's going to be a closer game. At least we're hoping it is. I'm tired of these blowouts by double digits. But I think the Liberty, once again, are in better form. I think that they're going to come out. I think the Aces will play better because of the fact that they got completely destroyed by the Mystics last time out. But I do think – actually, you know what? No, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna take that back. Give me an SQ to be the leading score at plus 750. I like that one more. Uh, Yonescu, I just think, once again, if she's not going to facilitate, she's going to get the ball a lot. I think she'll be able to score a lot of points. Sorry about the margin, but I realized in hindsight that just wasn't worth it in comparison. Give me Yonescu to be the leading scorer at plus 750. She had a 30-piece earlier against Vegas. She had 22 last time out. She's been putting up good numbers offensively. 
And with the lack of overall facilitating, I think she's going to shoot the ball a lot. So once again, my lock is going to be Unescu under five and a half assists at minus one thirty. My dog will be John Quell double double at plus one seventy five, and my prop will be Unescu leading score at plus seven fifty. All right, and one more time for my picks, I had uh, for my dog Jackie Young twenty plus points. For my prop, Jacquel Jones over eight and a half rebounds. And for my lock, I had the over for the game over 174. Scott, anything else for people before we get up out of here? Not really. Just hoping for a close game for once between these two teams. Very much so. For the 12 people that are catching us on YouTube, like the video on the way out. Oh, Tam, because they couldn't wait for me to finish the last part. Ah, oh, man. And for the Oh, everybody else that is catching this either late on YouTube, like the video on your way out. If you're catching this wherever you get your podcast, leave us a review. Leave, leave us a review. Appreciate that. And other than that, I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.